Welcome to the Forgiven Once For All podcast. My name is Shannon Lee, and I'm going to be your host today. This week's episode is called God is Love. Let's read 1 John 4, 7-12. It says, Behold, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent His only Son into the world so that we might live through Him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be a propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us, and His love is perfected in us. This week we're going to talk about love. And we're going to talk about a love that changes everything. It changes who we are and how we view God. See, when we define God in our hearts, we need to first and foremost realize that God is love. The God that we see in the Bible is a God of love. The problem is the God that we worship in our hearts many times is different than the God of the Bible. It's a God that's not defined by love. See, we cannot create and worship our own God. God is love. We cannot create a God that is not defined by love and call him Father. See, a father does not require you to bow down or cower in fear. A father does not bring up your sin in your face time and time again. A father is not angry with you or distant from you when you do wrong. A father does not leave you or forsake you. The father does nothing but love you. The truth of God's love is dripping and oozing throughout all of Scripture. God sent His Son, His only precious Son, to show us who the Father is. He paid for our sin because the Father is love, and He came to give us life. See, we don't hear this in churches today. All we hear are rules and, and ten steps of how to be better, of how to be more pleasing to God, how to manage our time and manage our finances and manage all this. And yes, these things are good. These are social issues. But spiritual issues, we need to come back to the roots of who God is, that He is love, and that that love changes everything within us. Stop believing that the Father is upset or mad or disappointed with you. There's nothing that you could do to disappoint God. Yes, we can make wrong decisions. We can make wrong choices. But God is always with you, even in the middle of your wrong choices. This is our identity. We are sons and daughters of the greatest Father in the universe. 
a Father that cheers us, that is excited when we do good, but that is never disappointed. Jesus came to show us this Father. We cannot define God outside of love. The scripture tells us that not only is God love, but as Christians, as believers, as people who have the Father, who know the Father, who have Him in our hearts, that we are to love each other. We are never closer to God than when we love, especially when the other party does not love us back. Love changes the way we look at Scripture. Love changes the way we look at our neighbors. Love changes the way we look at strangers. And love changes the way we look at our enemies. Love changes everything. We're to love each other, to care for each other. The problem is, is we're too busy looking at ourselves and what God can do for us instead of looking at other people and what we could do to show the love of God to someone else. See, I believe that love truly can make this world a better place. Imagine what we could do if we could love instead of hate. If we had love for anyone and everyone, we would truly have heaven on earth. If we could forget our political arguments and differences, if we could forget our prejudices, and if we could forget our wars and our arguments and our strife and our conflict and our 24-hour cycle of bad news, if we could start thinking about the good news, the gospel, if we had heaven on earth, there would be no more people living in loneliness and rejection and hatred. We truly would love our neighbor as ourself. See, love requires a resistance to selfishness and an openness to selflessness. We need to be like Jesus in this world. We need to be selfless. We need to be self-sacrificing. We need to think of others above ourselves. Jesus didn't come to puff up his own ego. He didn't come to be right. He didn't come to show everybody how smart or how good or how powerful he was. He come to give his life for the, for the people that he loved. Love is not selfishness. Jesus is the greatest example. He gave us an example by how he lived and how he died. He lived to show us the Father. God is love. He lived to show us that love. He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And he died to bring us to his Father. Because God is love. I'm telling you, love changes everything. If we would put on the glasses of love, it would change everything. We read the Bible through glasses of selfishness. We look to see what can we get. But no, love looks to see what our neighbor needs, to see what others can do, to see what God has done for us. We cannot serve an angry God and still call ourselves believers. Believers understand 
that God, number one, loves us, and all Scripture points to that love. Love changes everything. It says no one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God abides in us, and His love is perfected in us. This is your identity. You have a Father that will never leave you and that loves you, and His perfect love grows in your heart the more that your mind is opened and your heart is opened to the reality of that love, to the bigness of that love, to the grace that we don't even understand. Love changes everything. I hope this helped you today. Check us out on the web at ForgivenOnesForAll.com or on Facebook at ForgivenOnesForAll. Remember, God is madly in love with you. Until next time.